Hi, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. This is Peter Padilla, your host. I'm very happy to be with you today, especially because it's, well, not only my favorite day of the week, but it's my favorite time of the year, the holiday season. And we are going to be talking about buying homes, selling homes, and really how to present your home in the best way possible during the holiday season. Because if you're selling your home, you can bet that any buyers that are going to be looking at your home, they're serious because they've got their minds off the holiday seasons long enough to come look at your home. They are serious because they probably need a home right now. And the beauty is there's a lot less competition. With so many less people looking to buy their homes or sell their homes this time of the year, you can really narrow the field down pretty fast. And let's face it, when there's so much competition, it makes it a real challenge to be out and about looking to buy a home. So whatever your reason might be for listening to our show today, I guarantee you, you're going to be pleased that you tuned in. Because today we have two outstanding guests joining us in the studio. First of all, Ernie Neal will be with us. Ernie is a realtor extraordinaire at Remax Complete in Sparks, Nevada. And Sparks, as you know, is right next door to the Reno, Nevada city limits. Sparks offers some incredible values. And what I love about Sparks is it's on the way to the Tahoe Industrial Center, where all that technology boom is taking place. So Sparks, Nevada could be a great place to buy your home. And if you're a seller, same thing. You know that people are going to be looking in the Sparks, Nevada area to buy a home. So great ideas coming today from Ernie Neal at Remax Complete. Then later in the show, Jack Whiteley will be joining us. Jack is the owner of CJ's Recommended Carpet Care. He does some outstanding work for his clients. I know that for a fact because he did work on my home and I couldn't be happier with the professionalism and the attention to detail that Jack and his crew provided to us from CJ's Recommended Carpet Care. You think you want to add some value to your home and you can't do it because you need a big, big budget? Not true. A visit from CJ's Recommended Carpet Care could make all of the difference. We have those guests and more coming up after this quick message. Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services which lay a solid foundation under the business owner's dream. Sign up for their free monthly newsletter at sageintl.com. That's sageintl.com. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. We are broadcasting on the Lotus Broadcast Stations in Northern Nevada, and we are in our 12th year of weekly broadcast shows. Fallon, Nevada, Minden, Gardnerville. It's all so close, and you would think that the prices are all pretty much the same, but that's not the case. With us to discuss that and more is our real estate expert for today, Ernie Neal from Remax Complete. Welcome to the show, Ernie. Thank you, Peter. Yeah, you get more bang for the buck if you just go 30 miles east mm -hmm. in Fernley. Yeah. Uh, houses, uh, very nice homes that they're building out there. And uh, uh, there are a lot of people in the uh, Reno area that are coming from California and they don't mind a little bit of a commute. In fact, Southern California people think that 30 miles is just 30 minutes and it's just up the street. It is, you know, for them. And, and, and really, people coming from bigger cities, they pretty well expect commute times of 15, 20, half an hour. Um, Ernie, it's not unusual for them. I, I guess if you're a native of Nevada, northern Nevada especially, where 15, 20, 30 years ago there was very little traffic up here, it might seem like it's quite the commute. But the reality is it's not. Just down the street. 
uh, really nice homes out there. Uh, got a guy that uh, uh, sold a place in Silicon Valley, Sunnyvale, California, right on the edge of Silicon Valley. Uh, a nondescript three-bedroom, two-bath, uh, two-car garage house, and he listed it for $1.6 million. Gosh, a and, nondescript house, you say? Nondescript, just a generic house. It was older. It was built in the 50s. Wow. And uh, uh, he, uh, he didn't sell it for $1.6 million. He sold it for $1.66 million. Well, That's almost the same, isn't it? People were bidding. Well, I guess if you got deep pockets, yes. And uh, he bought four times the house mm-hmm. in Fernley for 350000 Oh, man. That's incredible. And $350,000, Ernie, that's about the median home price for Reno. That's correct. And that is, so... Uh, and, it's actually $355,000. All right. And so when you talk about yeah. a median home price, it's a typical three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car two car garage. garage. Yeah, we call that a three, two, and two, which is a standard rental uh, size house. Why don't they just call that a seven? Three, two, and two? Uh, that uh, you could. You a could. seven. If it wouldn't, uh, you nobody gotta, would understand uh, what it is, of course. But. Nobody <laughs> understands it when it's three, two, and two. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, the, uh, uh, the value you can get just by going a few miles out is, is uh, unbelievable. And uh, I was out at Tesla just the other day. And uh, uh, I, I, I gave a guy a ride out there, and uh, he's uh, he's a uh, control engineer. He controls the robots. Mm-hmm. What a highly specialized, mm-hmm. talented people that we have from all over the world. This guy came all the way from Ireland mm-hmm. just to work at Tesla. And uh, as I was looking at this vast uh, uh, factory that they've got, five stories high, quarter of a mile long, 10 million square feet on three levels. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says, see where we're driving right now? Uh, in, in a very short time, this is going to be another building just like that. Uh, uh, it's incomprehensible what they're doing out there. So if you're buying it Fernley, a lot of people are going to want to live in Fernley because it's so much easier to get from Fernley to uh, the 15 miles west than it is to get from Reno Sparks because you've got traffic, depends on where you live, mm-hmm. uh, whereas in Fernley, traffic isn't that big an issue. And uh, so they're closer, they're, even though they're the same distance, they're actually a little closer time-wise. Yeah. And uh, Fernley prices are gonna go, they're gonna, be, they're gonna be appreciating because there's no place to live out at USA Parkway at this time. I'm talking with Ernie Neal. Ernie is a real estate professional at Remax Complete in Sparks, Nevada. And that's just off of I-80 as you're heading east from Reno and Sparks, right off the Vista Parkway. Uh, really easy to get to, Ernie. Why don't you let our listeners know a little bit about the office and, and your crew over there? Okay, our office, we're a small store. We're about, uh, we've got about uh, 12 realtors at this time. And uh, we... Uh, uh, Primarily, we're specializing in uh, single-family residences, everything from uh, uh, mobile homes, manufactured homes, right on up to uh, large, uh, high-end uh, properties in uh, places like Collin Ranch and Hidden Valley, and uh, so things that are uh, we, we got we can we can get somebody whatever your pocketbook allows. I moved here about 20 years ago, Ernie, and I remember at that time 
Sparks didn't really have much to offer other, it was, let's face it, it was kind of like a bedroom community. I remember at that time, uh, boy, it's not like that anymore. Sparks, where your office is located, it has a full array of shopping, businesses, uh, theaters. I mean, you name it, if you've got a business going in Sparks, I mean, you're rocking because Sparks is really all over the place. And Sparks then and still today is known as the event capital of Northern Nevada because there's so many cool things going on there at Victoria, Victorian Plaza, Victorian Square, where you've got the, uh, the rib cook-off that happens every year. Uh, Hot August Nights has a big participation there in Sparks, Nevada. It's really a beautiful place. I bet you enjoy living there too. Well, I lived there for uh, a number of decades and uh, yes, I did. I, I enjoyed being a Sparks guy and uh, there's uh, you know the farmer's market. There's the Legends uh, shopping area, uh, which has uh, Shields. They've got a quarter of a million square feet at Shields, and it's just a sporting goods store. Yeah, what a beautiful place that is to visit. And uh, and uh, they have a full uh, size Ferris wheel right inside the building. I know. Uh, uh, so it's all it's like so, going to an amusement park. Uh, that's a sporting goods store. It's got so much so much to offer. And, uh, and you know, Sparks has great restaurants. Uh, everything from steakhouses to a pizza place. I mean, everything you want in, or in between is, is right there. And uh, uh, things going on. There's always something going on. So uh, it's a great place to go. Northern Nevada has, uh, it's really got a great mystique for it because as much as it's Northern Nevada, Reno, Sparks, Ernie, because we're so close to Lake Tahoe. Some people look at this as East Lake Tahoe. It's, we're so close. We're, what, half hour, 45 minutes you're there looking at this beautiful lake. The ski resorts are all here, uh, real close. Mount Rose is within 30, 45 minutes again as well. Uh, you've got uh, Whitewater Rapids. You have a beautiful desert. Uh, Burning Man, I mean, my gosh, people from all over the world come to our summer festival, Burning Man, which is about 100 miles from Reno, real close to Fernley. And, uh, you know, there's just so many entertainment and enjoyable opportunities along with business opportunities in northern Nevada. I would bet that investors are looking at, real, at northern Nevada as a great place to buy investment property, being that, be they rental homes or apartment buildings or, or businesses. I mean, I, I, I remember, in fact, you and I did some work together a few years back when a new restaurant chain was coming into Reno. It was called, it is called, In-N-Out Burger. I mean, In-N-Out is an awesome place, right? Great burgers. But we didn't have them until a few years back. And I remember you were working with one of the executives from In-N-Out Burger. Why don't you let our listeners know how that story went? Well, he's a manager of the Sparks In-N-Out. And uh, he, used to, uh, he used to quote me uh, the number of hamburgers he sold. And I'm thinking, uh, you know, he, he, he said he's got to get uh, 27,000 burgers out here. And I thought... Well, that's, you know, that sounds like a lot of burgers for a year. Mm. No, that's a month. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and uh, the, the, the only complaint I have about In-N-Out, because I am an In-N-Out guy. I'm also a Wendy's guy, and I'm also a Beefy's guy, and uh, there's other places I go to. But uh, the only complaint I got is waiting in line. I do not like to wait in line. I was in the service. I was in the armed forces and we waited in line for everything. I, I remember waiting in line at Camp Pendleton three hours for a Thanksgiving dinner. 
And uh, uh, in Vietnam, I used to wait an hour in line outside the mess hall for each meal. An hour for each meal. I used to bring books and read entire books in that line. Mm -hmm. So uh, I told him, you know, there was a, a store, a supermarket in uh, Sacramento called Lucky Supermarkets, and they had a policy that if there was more than three people, they'd get on the, on the PA system and say, three's a crowd, check her to aisle number five. And by golly, here comes somebody. And I used to go to that store. I didn't care what the prices were. I didn't care if they didn't have what I wanted. I'd go to that store because I knew I didn't have to wait in line. That's the only problem I have with In-N-Out burgers. And it seems to me they could put about... Half a dozen more of them here in town, and they'd all be successful. But when you have a great product and you provide great service, people will come and they will wait in line. Yeah. And uh, I know that you helped that gentleman with his purchase of his home money, and that was the most exciting thing for me, is because you and I were able to work together and uh, see that come to fruition. And it was really amazing what you put together for this business owner that brought the great burgers into Northern Nevada. I want to talk to you after this break about the opportunities that are going on now during the winter, the holiday seasons, when it comes to buying or selling a home. But we have to take a quick break, so please hang on, and we will be back with more on Nevada Real Estate Radio after this. So, you're thinking about buying investment real estate. Getting the right mortgage is a critical part of your decision. This is Lou Carr, branch manager of Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be the best investment purchase you'll ever make. How do you go about it? First, get pre-approved with a mortgage lender like Summit Funding. Then, find the right property at the right price. Summit Funding is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit summitfunding.net slash L-C-A-R-R or call 775-626-0775 for personal service. This is Lou Carr from Summit Funding, NMLS number 258750. Our branch NMLS number is 1042857. Summit Funding's NMLS number is 3199. Thank you. Summit Funding is an equal housing lender. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. I'm glad you tuned into our show today. With me in the studio, Ernie Neal. Ernie is a realtor at Remax Complete in Sparks, Nevada. Hope you're enjoying being on the show with us today, Ernie. Always a pleasure. And the coffee's good. The coffee's always good here. A cup of coffee will do to put you in a great mood. We're talking about real estate in northern Nevada, Ernie. And some people think that, well, real estate kind of shuts down December, January, February because it's too cold to go look at homes. But let our listeners know what the winter is really like when you're talking about real estate. If you want the best deal you can get throughout the year, now is the time because everybody else is thinking about Christmas and shopping and going out to dinner and Christmas parties and this and that. Nobody's thinking about buying a house. But there are houses for sale, and there are a lot of sellers who really want to get that place moved out of their uh, uh, inventory or out of their life. And by golly, you give them an offer, chances are they're going to accept it, whereas they wouldn't when spring comes and the good weather comes and all the people come over from California. You know, a lot of people want to get business deals like real estate transactions done before the end of the year. Because, look, I know there are a lot of tax benefits Talk to your CPA 
and they'll tell you what the benefits are of selling real estate before the end of the year as opposed to waiting into January. So right away you've got a different kind of interest level there from the people that are in the know. But like I mentioned earlier in the show, you also do not have the competition of so many buyers competing for the same home or the same business or the same investment property. I mean, you have a chance to stand apart a little bit as long as you've got everything together. Got you got to have your ducks in a row. A pre-approval letter if you are getting a mortgage, you've got all your paperwork in order so that you can pull the trigger as quickly as possible as we approach the end of the year. What about prices, Ernie? Are prices any better at this time of the year? Well, the prices are pretty much the same, the asking prices, but the asking price is just that, ask. And uh, you can offer whatever you want. Uh, I wouldn't recommend coming in too low, but on the other hand, you could probably come in about 10000 below asking price, mm -hmm. and uh, chances are you could uh, get it accepted if the uh, buyer or the seller really needs to sell. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I think you're going to, I think you could get, you do, I think you could do very well at this time of the year and uh, uh, particularly just before New Year's. I, I find too, Ernie, that sometimes, you know, when people buy homes in the summertime, they don't really check the furnace maybe as well as they normally would, right, if they needed to have the furnace running. They maybe don't check the weather stripping or the airflow that may be coming in from windows or cracks around the windows or the doors. You check out a home in the wintertime, I mean, you're going to know pretty fast if that furnace works adequately, if there's drafts coming in that shouldn't be coming in. You're going to be looking at the caulking elements that are in around the homes to make sure that it's tight, uh, the roof, the gutters, all that stuff that is, let's face it, it's in action during the wintertime, it's not in the summer, it gives you a chance to really get, a, I think, a better analysis of what that home's condition is than if you're out there with all of the masses of people shopping for homes in the spring and summer. Um, a lot of people in northern Nevada, too, Ernie, they are, uh, you know, they're not sure about really where the home should be. Uh, you know, I, I've uh, owned homes for many, many years, and I know there's a big difference if your home faces the south versus if it faces the north especially if you're on a hill and in the wintertime when you have to contend with snow, it's a factor that you know you can realize then, but in the summertime, you're not going to see that. So I love this time of the year when it comes to shopping for real estate. Now, if you want to check out a house uh, for its uh, weatherized uh, uh, condition, uh, I always recommend a professional licensed uh, home inspector, mm -hmm. and he's going to be able to very uh, seriously give you the answers that you need because most homeowners don't have the eye for all of these little details, particularly furnace, uh, different uh, things like insulation, whereas the, uh, the real expert on these home inspections is going to give you all the details that you need to know before you make that uh, final decision on going ahead and getting the, uh, uh, getting the home. You know, some people think that uh you don't need a home inspection unless the lender requires it. And it is true, you know, I think most transactions, Ernie, they're not requiring a home inspection. But if you're really serious about buying a home and buying it in the right condition, I recommend that home inspection. You know, they can be as low as a, a few hundred dollars for the home inspection. About 350 to $450, and uh, that'd be a complete thorough home inspection. You just don't want any surprises. You don't want anybody 
coming up and saying, oh, by the way, you have a failed roof. Mm. And uh, next thing you know, there's, as soon as you move in the place, you got to spend $10,000 to replace a roof. You want to know this before you get in, uh, in there, and uh, that's what a home inspector is going to do for you. I was working with a transaction once, and the buyers decided that they did not want a home inspection, Ernie. They knew that it was about $300, and you know, they're, 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 they're penny pinchers, right? They, they're cheap. And so they thought, well, no, we've seen the home, and it looks like it's in good shape, and the sellers told us it's in good shape, so we'll go without that home inspection and save the $300. They were very proud of themselves, right? Because they paid very little money down, they had very little cost, and I was happy for them when they got into the home. But it wasn't a couple of days later, and this was in the summertime, their air conditioner went out. The compressor failed, and it was five or $6,000 to repair and replace that process and get that compressor back in. Had they bought a home inspection for the $300? That would have all been covered. Well, they'd have known that. And there's also home warranties, just like a car warranty, uh, for a year. And they take care of things like that, heating, air conditioning, uh, uh, wiring, your electrical box. Mm -hmm. All of these things are, can be covered with a home warranty. Yeah. So, And I've had people say, no, no, I don't want to spend the 400 bucks on the warranty. I don't want to spend the inspection money. And uh, then they call me back and say uh, things like, uh, why didn't you tell me about that? Uh, <laughs> but these are things that you got to uh, uh, yeah, emphasize it. But, you know, we don't make any money uh, by having somebody uh, do a home inspection. But uh, You're actually offering a service and, and helping people protect their investment when you do that. You know, going to uh, a real estate transaction is not like buying uh, an alarm clock at the electronic store. You know, when you're checking out at the electronic store... Uh, you know, the cost maybe is $25 for your alarm clock or whatever you're buying. And the checker will say, would you like to buy the extended warranty there? It's only $15 for a, another year. And we'll cover it all part. And you, you, you think about it. I'm paying $25 for it, and they want another 15 for the warranty. Well, you know, that's like more than 50% of the cost of the item. So in most cases, I hear it, and I do the same. I say, no, thanks. I mean, if that thing fails... Partly, it's still under warranty for a while, and then it's only $25. Why would I spend 15 more to cover something that should be in good shape? I mean, let's face it, it's brand new. But when you're buying a home, now, in most cases, people are going to buy a home that's been lived in before. It's not a brand new home, and, you know, your costs are in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, spend 300000 on a house. It's, uh, it's definitely worthwhile to spend $450 yeah, I for mean, a warranty. I mean, for a few hundred bucks... The peace of mind and the assurance because, I mean, let's face it, things go out on a house. There's so many different components. A home is a very complicated uh, purchase and investment because there's so many moving parts to it. And these home warranties and these home inspections, Ernie, they're like gold if you need them. And let's face it, you don't want to take that chance. So we always, too, recommend that people get a home inspection and that you get a home warranty when you move into that home to make sure everything is covered at least for that first year so you can kind of get familiar and, and, and get comfortable. And at the end of the year, you can have the option to renew again the home warranty or you can pass depending on what you think. But that home inspection, that is critical. Ernie, what do you think of that advice? Absolutely. I emphatically recommend a home inspection. Ernie, you're a great person to talk to when it comes time to buy, sell real estate. You've been in the business for many, many years, and you work with a top-notch company, Remax Complete in Sparks, Nevada. 
If somebody wants to get a hold of you, why don't you give us your information? Uh, I can be reached at 358-4000, REMAX Complete Realty on Vista and Highway 80 in Sparks. 358-4000, easy to remember. That's a great phone number you've got. And I'm encouraging anybody who's listening to our show, and whether it's for yourself, a family member, or a loved one, and real estate is on your thoughts, call Ernie Neal. Thanks for being with us today, Ernie. Thanks for having me over. Later on the show, we have another great guest coming to join us. His name is Jack Whiteley. He's from CJ's Recommended Carpet Care. We're going to be talking not only about keeping your carpets in tip-top shape, uh, we're going to talk about grout and tile, cleaning and sealing. That's a big factor if you have a home with grout and tile that most people overlook. It creates problems down the road if you don't take care of it. And if you're looking to sell a home, you want to make sure that your carpets, tile, and grout are in tip-top condition. And Jack Whiteley will be talking to us about that after this quick break. So hang on. So you're thinking about buying investment real estate. Getting the right mortgage is a critical part of your decision. This is Lou Carr, branch manager of Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be the best investment purchase you'll ever make. How do you go about it? First, get pre-approved with a mortgage lender like Summit Funding. Then, find the right property at the right price. Summit Funding is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit summitfunding.net slash L-C-A-R-R or call 775-626-0775 for personal service. This is Lou Carr from Summit Funding, NMLS number 258750. Our branch NMLS number is 1042857. Summit Funding's NMLS number is 3199. Thank you. Summit Funding is an equal housing lender. Sage International Incorporated fosters the entrepreneurial spirit by first educating our clients. In fact, we wrote the best-selling book, Incorporate and Get Rich, as recommended by Robert Kiyosaki in his bestseller, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. For over two decades, we have taught thousands of business owners, real estate investors, professionals, and entrepreneurs how to properly structure their business and personal assets to avoid the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate, and death taxes. Call Sage International Incorporated at 775-786-5515 to set up a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry Hill if you want to experience peace of mind today. That's 775-786-5515. Call Sage International. Hello, everybody. My name is Ernie Neal. I'm from Remax Complete Realty over in Sparks. I want to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas and a happy and prosperous new year. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. This is Peter Padilla, and I'm glad you're tuning into our second half of our program today. People are looking to buy homes right now. They're serious. So if you're looking to sell a home, you want to make sure that it's in tip-top shape inside and out. Now, there's a good chance that you did a lot of the outdoor work over the summertime when the weather was nice. You got the yard pretty well trimmed up, maybe a roof work, a little window work, painting, trimming, looking good. What about the inside? Many people forget about some of the things that especially women look at when they first walk into a home. With me in the studio today, I have an expert about what women look in 
and at when they walk into a home that they're thinking about buying. His name is Jack Whiteley, and he's the owner of CJ's Recommended Carpet Care. Welcome to our show, Jack. Thanks for having me, Peter. I'm glad you're here with us today. I'm sure you're busy during the holiday season, too, what with, like I say, cold weather or gift giving. But I know that you're available to take care of people's carpets and more when they need that service. Why don't you let our listeners know just a little bit about your company, CJ's Recommended Carpet Care. Well, we've been in the business for over 20 years in Reno. I'm a local, born and raised right here. So this is my hometown, and I like to treat everybody like family. And during the holidays, we do a lot of couches. Um, people realize that it's time once a year to do their couch. Yeah. And then we'll, it depends on if the tree's up or not. We'll do um, walkways, mm-hmm. um, stay away from the Christmas tree and presents. Yeah. But, you know, animals still have accidents, and we can, you know, take care of that if there's a smell or a stain issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also do tile and grout, so that keeps us busy. So the Christmas trees of today, Jack, I, I remember when I was a little kid, the, uh, the big thing was my mom and dad would go buy a real Christmas tree, right? Cut from the forest. We were sold downtown at one of the little shops. Uh, in my early years uh, of f- bringing up my own family, married life, I remember going to cut a Christmas tree myself with my kids. It was a lot of fun. I know some people still do that, but it seems to me that more and more people have artificial trees. And I think one of the big reasons is the safety. Artificial trees are going to dry out. You don't have to remember to put water into it. You don't have the needles falling off onto the floor, you know, creating hazards. But it's also the mess. I remember the sap from the Christmas trees landing on the floor. My mother, my wife at the time, would really complain about, you know, all the mess that we were making. And, of course, nowadays, guess what? I have an artificial Christmas tree. But when it comes to the wintertime, those trees, they still can leave some residue. So... How efficient, how easy is it to get that tree sap off the carpet if they do have a real tree? Well, first off, if you do have it, tree sap, don't try and use your own remedy to get it out. Um, We've been very successful in getting out the tree sap. It's not really that big of a deal as long as nobody touches it before we do. Well, that's a good point. I hear a lot of, let's call them old wives' tales, about how to get stains out of carpet. You know, the most common uh, disaster with a carpet, of course, you have a light-colored carpet, you spill a glass of red wine on it. And I've heard all sorts of things about how to get those stains out, how to sop it up quick. I mean, is it really safe for people to try to clean those things up on their own? Jack, what happens? Well, to be honest with you, I mean, it's, that's their choice if they want to try and get it out. But usually what's going to happen is they're going to make more of a problem. Because the products that they use, instead of maybe blotting it correctly mm-hmm. and getting as neutral as you can before using a chemical, yeah. they, they'll just put the chemical right on top of the wine. Mm-hmm. And you got double trouble. Mm-hmm. So then I got to get it back to just the wine stain and then remove the wine stain. Uh-huh. So it's, you know, the best thing to do is blot, blot, blot with a white towel, see how much comes out, mm-hmm. and then give us a call. When you are blotting with this white towel, uh, would it be wet with water or yes. just a dry, dry, wet with water? Damp. Yeah, you always want to try and keep it neutral. Mm-hmm. To um, So the water, a shot back, a little um, home machine would work. Mm-hmm. Just but to as try long and as rinse it all just out. Water just water. Just water. Because well, I, I know this uh, from experience, Jack, where uh, I had a spill in the carpet years ago and decided to try some of these home remedies, you know, um, 
I think it was club soda. There might have been some baking soda to go along with it and a lot of scrubbing with a brush and a more damp, wet cloth. And, you know, it was, it was so sad. The carpet was ruined. Right. The, the, the spot where we were working on it, it had dried up nice, but compared to the rest of the carpet, it was almost like a bleached, it was bleached white is what happened to it. And um, it, took a, it was a real mess. We had to call a carpet guy. He had to come in and cut the piece out. And they had to cut a piece from another part of the room so that it would match in the color and the grain. The grain. And then where they took it from, they had to put something else there. It was an expensive and costly mess, costly cleanup. How could we have handled that better? Well, what happens when you get aggressive with the wrong chemical in a carpet is you can pull the dye out of the carpet. All your carpets start off white and then they color them, dye them, whatever color's hot during the year. Um, so by you doing that, the carpet dye actually will come out. N the new carpets have stain blockers and they're protected, so it doesn't happen as much, but if you take a brush and start scrubbing your carpet, you're gonna fray it, and that's permanent damage also. So it's just best to try and blot it, see if you can get it to where you're happy with it. If you're not, it's just better to give us a call or give somebody a call that's you know, a reputable carpet cleaner. I can't do them all. Well, you gotta be a pro to, to do that kind of work because you're dealing with a really expensive part of your home. The carpeting is, is expensive, it's time consuming, and it has a big impact on the look of a room. In addition to things like wine stains, wine spills, Jack, nowadays practically everybody has a pet in the house. And I know people love their pets, but you know, especially in the cold winter, sometimes the pets don't quite make it out the door or it's just too cold and little things happen. So pet stains, what are some of the things people think about there? Well, you know, bringing up that the, the dogs don't make it outside. I have a dachshund that will put her head out the dog door and just, <laughs> she just won't go. <laughs> and That's so, seven to I mean, 15 degrees, right? What, what are you gonna do? I mean, she's eight pounds and luckily I know how to clean carpets. Mm -hmm. But um, if you know the dog's going in the house, it's, you need to nip it in the butt as soon as possible because then if any other animals come in there, they mark mm -hmm. and they're animals. So it's not really their fault. It's what they do. It's what they do. It's their character. Exactly. And the worst ones are the ones that hide it. Like dachshunds, usually if they're mad at you, they'll pee right in the middle of the, of the rug. No, they'll show you right they there. They will, yeah. yeah. And they'll just look at you. But um, if they're hiding it, especially if they're like males spraying, it can just, it can ruin all kinds of things. Your baseboards will get expanded from the moisture, exactly, because it's mostly press board. Yeah. Chairs, tables, bathroom, bedroom sets. Mm -hmm. The legs, the legs, any legs on coffee tables, kitchen tables, etc. they pee on those. And then that urine will get into the wood and as it goes down to the carpet, some of the stain from the wood oh, will yeah. transfer. I can see that. And then it's almost impossible. Wow. But I, I always like a good challenge. Yeah. Well, so part of it is mon monitoring your pet, training your pet. But the other thing is knowing that pets make mistakes Pets have accidents, and during the training season uh, or window, especially of your pet, if you get a new pet, you really have to be aware of what's going on um, in their uh, in their excretions. Let's say, <laughs> yeah, that's a nice way to put it. And I've seen your truck. You've got a picture of a big dog on the side of your truck. You you must specialize in the pet stain removal. Yes, we were really the first ones that the niche was pet stain and odor removal. 
So that's something we're very familiar with. And that dog is um, the bear, and he's my dog, and he actually approved of our work. So we're the only ones in the world that are bear approved. You know, if you've got a pet that approves a carpet cleaning company, it must be a really good carpet cleaning company. And I know you love your pets, Jack, and I know you, a lot of your clients have pets. Uh, and that's probably one of the reasons that they call you when they need to have their carpets cleaned and serviced. I think around the holidays, before the company comes, before the big Christmas dinners, the, before the big New Year's Eve functions, you really want to make sure that your carpeting, as well as the rest of your home, is in tip-top shape. And I do, you do a lot more than just carpeting. We're going to talk about that later in the show. But in case anybody wants to reach you, talk to you about your services at CJ's Recommended Carpet Care, maybe schedule an appointment, what is the best way to reach you? The best way is to, to call me. My cell phone is 775-815-1551, or the office is 775 775- Eight two nine one five five one, and I will take care of you from there. So we're also going to talk with Jack about grout and tile cleaning and sealing. It's another great specialty that he has at CJ's Recommended Carpet Care. We'll talk with him about that and more after this. If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 23 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. Hi, my name is Jack Whiteley. I'm with CJ's Recommended Carpet Care. I'd like to wish all my clients and friends a Merry Christmas and a very Happy New Year. And I look forward to serving you in the future. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning in to our show today. You know, I think people really do spend too much on disposable items and on trinkets during the holiday season when I think most people just want to know that they're they're loved. And so let me suggest that many times, instead of spending money on somebody, you might just want to spend some time with somebody. I have an elderly uh, friend who I visit on a regular basis, and he's always so grateful when I go to see him. I don't think he needs any stuff. I mean, he seems to be adequately uh, taken care of as far as his possessions, but you know, the, the visits mean so much to this man. So I always make an extra special effort to see him at least once before Christmas. And I do take him a little gift, of course, but it's nothing major and nothing substantial because that's not what he wants. He wants a visit. People love to have that connection. And during the holiday season, it's more important than ever to tell people that you care about him and that you love him. What a great gift that is. And wouldn't you like to get the same? I'm enjoying my conversation today, too, with a great friend of mine and a great businessman. His name is Jack Whiteley. He is the owner of CJ's Recommended Carpet Care here in northern Nevada. Jack, did you say you've been in business for 20 years? A little over 20 years in, in the carpet cleaning industry. Is it true what they say that it takes 20 years to become an overnight success? <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I guess if you've been doing it 20 years, you're doing something right. Yeah. Um, but I really still enjoy what I do, and I think it shows. Um, I do every house, 
every job that we do, I do it like I do it for you, for my family, for myself. Yeah. I want our listeners to know that Jack came out to do the carpets at my home. And I was very impressed, Jack, with the professionalism of yourself and your crew while you were on the job. I saw things that, quite frankly, I hadn't seen before. Look, it wasn't the first time I've had my carpet cleaned. But it was the first time that I ha ever had anybody come in and was so concerned about the cleanliness of the process. Let me give you an example for our listeners. Uh, Jack, you and your crew, you put booties on before you came into the house. I thought that was a very cool thing. Yes, and you know what? You you have one guy's extracting, the other guy's doing numerous things, like you see, like moving the fans around, grooming, um, making sure everything's right, and then what? Then I'm usually the one extracting. So it's important because we're in there to clean. Yeah, you don't want to make it less clean. Exactly. I've had people come into my home to do other service work, Jack, and let me tell you, after they left, it was a kind of uh, had to clean up again, uh, just because they came to walk around the house to give me an estimate on painting or an estimate on doing some grout work or whatever the deal was. But, you know, I know that you really care about your your clients and your your uh, friends' homes when you go to visit. Uh, those booties are very, very cool. The other thing I noticed is you put these, they're like corner protectors around the edges because when you bring your equipment in, there's a number of hoses and vacuum lines that you have. I, I realized right away what that was about. Look, our trim is all white. And if any hose is rubbed against that trim, it's going to leave a mark. But those corner protectors, that was a pretty cool thing. Have you always used something like that? Yes. I've tried to use whatever is in the best interest of my clients. And the reason why you use corner guards is the vacuum hose, it's ribbed. Yeah. So if it catches on a corner, it's going to rip whatever it is off mm. because you're pulling it's the 100 feet of hose. Yeah. So it's important to make sure you use the corner guards, probably more so than the, the booties. Mm -hmm because you don't want to have to come back and re-spackle somebody's corners or, I mean, it just opens up too many things and it makes you look unprofessional. Well, yeah, I mean, you can really do some damage with those hoses if you don't have those corner guards. And I just thought that was so cool that you did that. And I know you didn't do it just because it was me. It's a process that you do in all the homes that you go to. Exactly. So the other thing we, we know that you do that I think many people uh, need service, but they don't, they don't know where they can get it, and that is on tile and grout cleaning and sealing. Tell us about that process. That is a, something that we've been doing for quite a, a long time also. We got it, the technology's changes as far as the equipment goes to make it more efficient. So we stay up to date on the equipment. It's a six or seven step process to do it the right way. I probably go above and beyond what I'm supposed to do, but I wanna make sure it's done right. And again, that's how I do mine. So that's how I'm going to do yours. Very nice. Yeah, that's great. So uh, tile and grout, I mean, sometimes it seems like it gets dry. And I lived in an older house, Jack, where the tile around the kitchen uh, sink, because it gets moisture and it's always cleaned up. I mean, I don't know what the problem was. Maybe it's because it wasn't sealed. Could that be a condition there? What, what happens? It seems to dry out and get hard and crack? It could be one condition. The, the advantage of sealing, obviously, is to protect. It's just like waxing your car. Um, it's just something that you should do. And the new houses, most of the time, don't they don't seal the grout or the tile. And some of the tile doesn't need to be sealed because it's porcelain. Mm -hmm. But if you have travertine or a, a lot of other various tiles, you need to get it cleaned and sealed. 
Um, again, I can't do them all, but you, you need to do that to preserve the life. And grout here in Nevada, because it's so hot and cold, it cracks. But if you, if you bought a new home, let's say you bought from a builder, a contractor in town, um, is there a chance then that that grout or that tile needs to be sealed Absolutely. after the year? Absolutely. All right, so attention listeners, if you bought a new home from a builder, you're the first one in the home, and you have tile, you have grout, there's a good chance that you are going to be looking at some damage in the future if you don't get it sealed. So you're saying, Jack, after about a year is when that should be done? Sealing the grout and tile should be done before you move in. Oh, it should be done right away. So it does, it's not like it needs to cure or anything. It just needs to be done. 24 hours. So maybe that's one of the first things that people should think about, Jack. If they're buying a newly constructed home after they move in, make sure that that home stays as beautiful as it was the day you moved in with a seal and uh, of the tile and the grout. Uh, absolutely. Now, does that include like living areas, the living room, kitchen? What about bathrooms? Showers, everything. Showers, you're going to see a lot of times on the bottom where the where they cock it at will turn black. Mm-hmm. Um, there's all kinds of things. The showers, I mean, you're, you're in there, it's hot water. It's moist. It's going to grow stuff. So you want to get it, you want to keep it clean and make sure it's sealed. It's probably one of the most... Uh, high traffic, if you want to call it that, uses of your tile and your grout, I would think, right? In the bathroom. You're Absolutely. constantly using that. Yes. Well, multiple times. I mean, it depends on how many kids you have. But yeah, it can get wiped out in a hurry, the soap scum and all of that. But if you seal it, you'll have a lot better chance of keeping it clean also. Well, what about life expectancy? I mean, what happens if you don't do the sealing of your tile and grout in your bathroom and, you know, go a year, two years, three years. What happens? I mean... It just gets, I mean, gross. It gets gross. And, and I mean, I would, I've seen it in my own, my own history. I've, I've lived in a lot of houses, Jack, where they had to come in there and rip that whole thing out, basically, because it seems like once moisture gets behind the tile, um, it starts to just break off, wear off, and grow, stuff grows, like you say. Exactly. It creates nothing but problems. Mm-hmm. And it's a pretty easy fix. Mm-hmm. Just... You know, to make sure your grout, tile, your caulking Mm -hmm. is clean Mm -hmm. and keep an eye on it. The caulking will get black. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just one of those things that happens. Wow. So that's all a great service that you offer in addition to the the carpet care and the carpet cleaning that you do for homes. But let's talk about commercial businesses. Um, Somebody has a small business. Maybe somebody has a large store. I mean, do you also do commercial work? Yes, absolutely. The first eight years of of business, we did only commercial carpets. Mm. And we had enough demand to where we started doing houses. Mm -hmm. So then we switched, and now we probably do more houses than commercial Mm -hmm. carpets. We used to maintain over a million square feet a year of carpet here in Reno. Mm -hmm. And so it didn't give me much time, because we're a small company. We could handle big jobs. We can handle small jobs. But I, I just try and make sure that the quality is the same in every job, commercial, residential, nursing homes. We do child care. We, we do it all. Mm-hmm. And we're fair. I mean, we're not out there bait and switching. We're not trying to fool anybody. We're, we're, we're straight up front. You know, it seems like many of the large companies are franchises. And, uh, you know, I, I see you know, they have very young employees, maybe people that haven't been in the business very long. They give them a vacuum and they give them a hose and off they do go doing the work. And, and I'm sure in most cases the job is satisfactory, but 
one thing I like about CJ's recommended carpet care is that I always know who I'm dealing with. I mean, you are the owner. You've got a personal interest in the satisfaction of your clients and your customers. And I know you get great reviews. You get a lot of great referrals from a lot of pros in the real estate world. That's why you're on Nevada Real Estate uh, Radio, Jack. But um, I think people need to understand when they're dealing with somebody who is local and somebody that really truly has their heart in the business, it's a different level of service when it comes to Absolutely. Care. I mean, that's my name. That's my family's name on there. CJ's, the C is for my wife's first name is Chicago. I'm Jack, the apostrophes of the workers and, my, and the S are my boys. So it's important for me because it's still a small town and it's just the right way to do business. Yeah, well, I know everybody that uh, works with you is happy, and future clients, customers are going to feel the same way, just like I do, Jack. And I'm one of the persons that recommends Jack Whiteley from CJ's Recommended Carpet Care. You can't get better service on your carpets, tile, and grout cleaning and sealing. I mean, you take care of it like nobody else. So thanks for being with us today, Jack. And again, if anybody wants to reach you, what is the best way? My cell is 775-815-1551. The office is 775-829-1551. And Peter, thank you for all the kind words. I appreciate it. Well, you earned them all, Jack. And I'm going to put all of your contact information on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. That way we'll make it easy for people to find you. Well, thank you very much. And I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in. This is Peter Padilla, your host on Nevada Real Estate Radio. If you have any comments or questions for us, send an email to me after the show. My name is Peter at NevadaRealEstateRadio.com, and we will talk with all of you again next week. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to Peter at NevadaRealEstateRadio.com.